Welcome to Aligned Attraction, the go-to intimacy podcast for powerful women. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Lee Noto, master intimacy coach and psychedelic therapist, and I help powerful women like you unleash your wild feminine power so you can create heart-throbbing love. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts on love, sex, and relationships, and I'll also coach women like you to create the most delicious transformation in their love lives. You ready? Welcome back to Aligned Attraction, the go-to source for powerful women when it comes to dating, love, and relationships. And today we are diving deep into the next archetype of man, which is the man that you are just not that into. So why would you attract and date men that you're not interested in? Let's talk about the archetype of this man to start. So it's really less about him as a person and more about the fact that you keep a man or you keep men around that you're not really interested in. Like you're just not a hundred percent there. You might make concessions and justify why you should keep him around right now, whether it's that you're still learning, you don't really want to commit, uh, that he's a good time, that he's great in bed, that you have fun together, but some part of you knows that he's not the one. And maybe you don't vibe on some level that might be sexually, that might be emotionally, intellectually, or spiritually, but you stay anyway, or you don't see long-term potential with him. He's a good time guy for right now. And there is a part of you deep, deep down that wants to find the one, but is making concessions to stay with the guy that you know is not the one. And this guy may treat you like a queen, but he may also have some red flags. So why would you be attracted to this kind of man? Because if you're not really into him, how would you be attracted to him? So here are some of the reasons why you could be attracted to this kind of man. And some of these will be happening on a subconscious level. So you like the idea of a relationship and the idea of a boyfriend more than you like the guy himself. This guy might represent safety for you, companionship or partnership. He may even treat you really well, which of course feels incredible. So you stay around because he buys you nice things, you go on trips together and on and on. He may also have red flags that you ignore, but you'd rather be with him than no one at all. So some part of you doesn't think you can do any better or that it would take a long time to find the right guy, or that it would be hard to find someone better, or someone who you actually want to stay in a relationship with. This guy, the one that you're not interested in or not really into, might also help you avoid feeling the feelings of loneliness, of sadness, the feelings of feeling unwanted, undesired, unworthy, or unlovable which you could never be anyway. Let's just get clear. Like you are totally lovable. You are totally desirable. I don't even have to have met you. But some part of you has already internalized that you're not these things. So you keep a man around to avoid confronting the fact that you're keeping this narrative alive inside you. 
By the mere fact that you're keeping this man around, you're keeping the narrative alive. Now, this kind of narrative can be tricky to peel apart sometimes because when I think back to dating, when I was a New York City woman, hot shit, doing the inner work on a spiritual journey, I was like, yeah, I'm, I feel worthy. I know I'm wanted. I know I'm lovable. And on one level, I did feel that way. I genuinely felt desirable. I felt sexy, but where that rubber didn't meet the road was layers deeper. So superficially, I felt desirable. I felt lovable and worthy when I was working out all the time, when I was making good money, when my skin was clear, when my body looked how I wanted it to look, when I was performing the way I wanted to perform at work, in bed, you name it. When I was on my best behavior, then I felt lovable and worthy. But when shit went sideways and I gained a few pounds or my face started breaking out, when I got left by a partner that I had fallen head over heels in love with, then all of the inner narrative started to come out and reveal themselves. So are you still as kind and loving to yourself when shit goes sideways as you are when you're winning in every area of your life? That's going to be the true testament to whether or not you feel inherently worthy and whether you perceive yourself to be inherently worthy, desirable, and lovable. And if you can't in good faith answer yes, that you would love yourself just the same, no matter what, then this is a narrative you're going to want to take a deeper look at. Now, you might also be attracted to this kind of man because you don't want to be alone. You find that hard. Or you think that you can't actually have what you want, which is a man that you're deeply in love with. Or that you're going to fall in love with a man like that, and then he's not going to want you back. Or that the relationship will have an expiration date. So why are you attracting this kind of man? Here's what could be happening underneath the surface. You might be used to sacrificing your needs and taking what you can get, never really asking for what you want. I can't tell you how many times I have struggled with this in my life and how many women I've spoken to that don't actually know what they want and what they need in any given moment, whether that's in a relationship, ordering a meal at a restaurant, it could be as trivial as that, in the bedroom. What do they want that would feel pleasurable for them? We've not been taught to really own our needs and really claim them. We've been taught everything, but it has been bred out of us to claim our needs and to speak up for them because then we get labeled as bitch, bossy, know-it-all, you name it. So we're really needing to rewire our brains to ask, what do I want? What do I desire? And do I believe, can I believe that I can actually have that? Now, you might also be attracting these kinds of men because you haven't been in the habit of taking a stand for your needs and you make concessions and you make compromises because you're not sure that you could actually have more. Or if you ask for more, if the man will stay. I've spoken to a number of women who have held this fear and who actually have exercised their voice and then the man becomes defensive. I was speaking to a client the other day and one of the patterns that she used to play out was that in the beginning of the relationship, she would be very kind and amenable because she's a kind, loving person. And this would play out for months. 
And over that time, because she was so giving and so willing to sacrifice her needs, the man got used to this. She trained him in some subconscious way to get used to her not having needs. And then after her getting tired of sacrificing her needs, when she got to a boiling point, she would speak up. And then when she would speak up, she would catch all of these men off guard. They would either become angry and defensive. They would become confused. They would leave the relationship. And this is what happens when we play these patterns out. So if you've been used to sacrificing your needs and making compromises, consider asking, like, what do I need? How do I want to be treated? And how do I want to show up from the very beginning, starting with the first date? How do I want to let this man know who I am and what I stand for and what my personality is like? Now, another reason why you could be attracting these kinds of men are that some part of you would rather take what you can get instead of having nothing or risk having nothing. So you'll settle for someone that you're not really interested in or that you don't see long-term potential with. You may also not want to face the pain of being lonely or being alone. So again, you stay in these dating scenarios with men you're not interested in, or you like having the upper hand and being the one in control with one foot in the door, one foot out the door so that you can leave at any time. And you do that because if he's more into him than you're into you, you reduce the chance that he's going to leave or abandon you. And if he did, then it wouldn't actually be that big of a deal because you weren't really that into him anyway. So this is a move for security and safety, right? This is not something we tend to do consciously, but it's a way that we try to ensure security for ourselves. You might also be really afraid to put your heart out there for fear of being abandoned, for fear of being rejected, or having to contend with feelings of being unwanted or undesired. And this is probably something that you felt deeply as a child from one or both of your parents or from someone else significant in your life. And this was something I played out with an ex-partner of mine where I, I tell the story on past episodes and I've told the story many times, but I projected so much onto this man that I had no idea I was doing when we were dating. And I thought I got to be perfect for him. He's only going to stick around if I'm perfect. So I would wake up before him. I never slept well. I would wake up before him. I would take a shower, brush my teeth, put deodorant on, put concealer and foundation on and slip back into bed. So it looked like I woke up like that. Fresh breath, fresh pits, fresh pussy, <laughs> fresh face. And then he'd wake up and he would think that that's how I was because he wasn't looking to see if I had foundation and concealer on. He just thought this was how I looked. And what I was really doing was covering up cystic breakouts because I was so stressed out about needing to be perfect. But this man never told me I had to be perfect. He never asked that of me. There was already a deeply internalized narrative that I was holding about myself that I wasn't enough as I was. I wasn't enough or lovable or worthy or desirable when my face was breaking out. And I've recreated this over and over and over again. And even to this day in my current relationship, I'm still working with holistic dermatologists and acupuncturists to work through what happens with my skin and what happens with some of the breakouts that I have to really understand what's at the root of that. And at the emotional root is, I feel, an internalization of not enoughness and of needing my external appearance 
um, needing it to prove my worthiness or desirability. So until I resolved that with my ex-partner, which I didn't resolve it because he left, which again was the thing I was afraid of most, which is why I pretended to be perfect. Until I had that situation get resolved for me by him leaving, I didn't go on the deep journey of asking, how did I contribute to this dynamic? How did I contribute to what's happening with my skin? And what ultimately played out, which was severe health challenge. And I even in this moment asked myself, what emotional part of me might still be creating breakouts as a way to get my attention? Is there something my body or my heart needs from me? And can I pay deeper attention? So those are some of the reasons why you're attracting or why you may be attracting this kind of man. And The one last thing I'll say about this is that there might be a fear of being alone or feeling lonely. And so if you decide to stay with a man that you're not really interested, instead of being honest and addressing the deep-seated feelings of pain that would come up if you allowed yourself to be alone, then you will continue to attract this kind of man. Deep breath. So what is it you want instead? I remember I was typing up the notes for this episode and I was feeling so sassy. So this is literally what I wrote in my notes. Here's what you want instead. A fucking king of a man that you're insanely attracted to, that you honor, respect, and that you want to fuck and who also feels the same way about you. You want to be equally as into him as he is into you. You want to be devoted to each other. You want to fuck each other. You want to wake up with morning breath together and love each other through it. And it's all good. And you want to stop playing so goddamn small. You want to go for big love. That's what you actually want. So how do you go from staying with and attracting and dating and being in relationship with men you're not really that into to what I just described? Well, really listen to see if any of the patterns that I just talked about resonate with you. And be willing to face the fear of abandonment and rejection. Be willing to ask what you want. Ask yourself, what do I want? What do I need? If I knew that I couldn't get rejected, what would I go for? And then go for it. And you might get rejected. You might get left. You might get turned down. But until you're able to face that fear, you're going to continue playing small. And if you're not dating right now, then be willing to be alone, actively create alone time apart from friends, apart from family, apart from dating, apart from the apps, from Netflix, from all the distractions and be with the emotions that come up, cry it out, scream it out, sit there in numbness and disconnection, whatever comes up for you. Cause the only way out my dear is through. So if you are done with settling if you actually want to start attracting men that you are so into and who are really into you because you're doing your inner work and you're so into yourself in all the best ways, then I want you to watch the workshop that I made for you where I am going to tell you about why you're attracting these kinds of men and how to attract the kind of men that I just described that your heart is really craving. 
So you can watch that workshop for free at alignedattraction.com backslash workshop. I'm going to link it in the show notes below. So it's there for you. And in the next episode, I am going to tell you about why you might be attracting clingy men or men who get really infatuated and put you on a pedestal, men who make you the trophy, men who want to show you off in an objectifying way, and how to overcome that pattern so you can actually attract a grounded, committed, masculine man. Until then, much love and good vibes as always, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please leave a five-star review and subscribe to the show and spread the love by sharing this episode out on social media and to all the powerful women in your life. And if you're ready to play full out and create heart-throbbing love, hop on over to my website to see all the juicy ways you can do just that www.leenoto.com. Fellow wild woman, I appreciate you. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and all the good vibes.